Jesus, the Son of God, came to earth and dwelt among us. What was his life like here on earth? How did the Savior live his final days before his crucifixion? A day that changed the world forever. Join us on the Struggles We Grow From podcast as we look at the life of Jesus. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? John 3, 9, and 10. Welcome back, guys. Austin and Sydney here. We're excited that you've just jumped and hung on the cliffhanger, and now we're back. Here is part two of a part (laughs) of the Jesus series. Yeah, and and if you are just now tuning in to us for the very first time, first, I want to say welcome to you. I am so glad that you are here. I would highly suggest that you pause this and go to the episode before where we started reading John chapter 3. We were looking at verses 1 through 15, and we got through verses 1 through 8. And we read 9 through 15, and now we're going to be talking about 9 through 15. But we discussed 1 through 8 in the later episode, so go there and listen to that and then come back here. But again, welcome. But again, welcome to you. Yes, so we're going to dive right in. Let's just go into it. And because it might have been some time since you heard the last episode, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read verses 9 through 15 for us again so that it's fresh in mind since that's what we're going to be talking about. Okay, that's not good. (laughs) All right, here we go. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen. But you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Mm. This is really cool because the last time we were talking about it, Sydney brought up, you know, how would you react in a moment where you're kind of being slapped in the face? um, With some humility. With some humility. (laughs) So I love that that aspect of it. And I also wanted to take a little bit of time and dive into some of the words being used. So right now, me and you will look at this passage and we'll miss some of the really nuanced things that you find in scripture. And one of the places, one of the places I wanted to start off with is where he says, where Jesus is like, we, we speak and bear witness. So what's cool is he's talking about bearing witness to his testimony and all those different things. And at this point in time, Jesus is almost speaking on behalf of a group of people. So You remember, he's called his disciples. He's performed his first miracle. He's, you know, he's the celebrity pastor, for lack of a better terms. I think he's way cooler than all these jokers that we like, just FYI. Or that we don't like, but they're just in our face. Sorry. Another time. I'll calm down. (laughs) 
<laughs> a podcast for another time. Podcast for another maybe, time. Maybe, maybe not. That's whatever. Well, you know, you we'll never see. know what the future holds. Anyways, back back on topic. <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. the guy, so he's he's gaining a lot of followers. He's the clout. He's performing miracles. All those different things. And what's cool is he's speaking on behalf of his like his people now, his disciples, his followers. You didn't believe our testimony. And what's cool is that testimony right there where he says you didn't believe ours or I can't remember what exactly. I got to look at this passage, but you did not receive our testimony. That word are a lot of people look at that and they're like, hold up. Is Jesus talking about him, the father in the spirit right now? Like he went past just being human, Jesus. And now he's using like this deity power and he's saying all of us. And I would probably say no. What's cool right here is you get to see another almost like link between the Old Testament and the New Testament. When he says our testimony, he's testifying to the things that have been prophesied far before him. He's talking about John the Baptist, who is the last prophet in the Old Testament He's talking about that testimony that, that points to him and what he's teaching and what he's declaring at this point in time. So Jesus isn't just saying like, hey, you didn't receive me and the homies. Jesus is saying, you've missed it. You've missed the testimony of who I am. Yeah, I like to think of this too. There's like another verse and I cannot remember where it is. Maybe you remember But it says that, you know, people who are not in the spirit, people who are not of God, who are not children of God, they don't understand. They they don't get it. Like, they have no idea. Like, the blindfold hasn't been ripped off. And so I think there's this other layer here. It's not just like when you become born of the spirit, I can talk till I am blue in the face. I cannot speak that into you myself. Like, I can't speak and you just believe (laughs) And be a child of God. Could God use it? Could God use it? Yes. And that could be the very way that God uses something that we say to just, it's literally just rips this blindfold off and you can see. Hmm. And I can't explain it to you, but I feel like that's what Jesus is trying to get. Like we can say the things that we've seen and we can share with you and we can do all this, but you just can't, like you're, you're missing it. And we do, I've started dabbling into some reels on Instagram and, and whatnot, and Austin does too. So if you haven't checked those out, go check those out. Don't check out mine. Check out Shaking Sydney's. his head. No, he does great. But there have been times, and I think we've like probably hidden them, but there have been times that people comment, because the thing with reels on in the algorithm of social media is if you post something to reels, anybody could see it. Like they could happen upon it when they're scrolling. When you do a post or a story, that's only for people who already follow you. But reels are people and we try to use that in a way to reach people that we may never could have reached before. Yeah. And so, you know, we're talking, we're we're talking about Jesus, we're sharing the truth. You know, Jesus, you know, Jesus loves you, even though that as sinful as you are, like we're talking and then we'll have comments like, no, he's not. Haven't y'all learned that yet? Or like Jesus is dead or like, you know, these things. And they don't get to us. Like we don't care. Whatever. Yes. My favorite is (laughs) there is no God. And then they hit me with a hell Satan. And I'm just like, 
All right, buddy. Well, logically, that statement contradicts, you know, like, I'm going to get right. really theoretical. Yeah, Austin's that guy that you probably hated back in high school that wanted to argue everything that you said. But anyway. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> the truth is, like, these people are out there, okay? And the reality of, like, like here, like with Nicodemus, like, it's it's foolishness. Oh, that's that's it. It's foolishness to those who are perishing. And that's a hard truth, mm-hmm. but it is. And so we can't take that to heart, you know? Yeah. And we don't, like, it really don't bother us. A lot of times, like, makes us kind of sad, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, sad for them. But, yeah. In, in this part right here, especially where Sydney is talking about, hey, there's that moment where the blindfold gets pulled off your eyes and you see it. And we're talking about... People not we're not talking about a physical blind. Just just so we cover all the bases here. Yes, we're talking like, about Jesus a does metaphysical not come up blindfold. And literally take a blindfold. He does it in your heart. Oh. <laughs> as mm. cheesy as that sounds, uh, that's the- it's all that head knowledge that you have up here. A lot of some people say like drops from your head to your heart, and there's a song called "From the Head to the Heart" by United Pursuit. It's that probably we, our favorite song. We love one of it. our. It used to be a favorite, you know. The years have gone now. Well, that it's was like six years ago. Well, yeah, that was back at Troy Church. We loved playing that song. Anyway, anyways, we're we're getting off track. Um, That's why you want to disciple your kids and get get it up in the head, and then one day it's going to drop from their head to their heart, and they're going to go, "Oh, God that's what." Yeah. Yep. That's our prayer. Anyway. Amen. So right here where it says, like, you did not receive, where it says you did not receive our testimony. When I said I wanted to talk about the nuance, that truly, truly, I say to you at the beginning of verse 11, Mm -hmm. that you is Nicodemus. Truly, truly, I say to you, Nicodemus, a whole bunch of other words, and then you did not receive our testimony. The thing is, he's not saying just Nicodemus. That you right there is plural. That you is talking about Nicodemus and those whom he represents. Mm. So we already see there's not been a lot of tension between Jesus and the Pharisees yet. There has been a little, but it's never been, it's not come straight to, to contact. In this moment right here, we see it's important. Jesus is laying it down. Like, I, I bear witness to the things that I know. I bear witness to the testimony that's come before me, but you don't receive it. He's saying to the Pharisees, mm-hmm. it's not me, it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, really, when you think about it. So that's also very, very Im- important. Why do you think that Jesus doesn't come out? And maybe this maybe this is lost in translation, mm-hmm. but it seems to me that he doesn't come out and say, I am the son of man. He says, it's almost like this third per, like this, you know, he's speaking in a different person, like, well, the son of man, you know, descended from heaven and, you know, you must believe in him, but he's not saying you must believe in me. Why do you think, and I feel like this maybe, I don't know, you probably know more than me, does this cause like controversial debate? Is this where some people get like the whole like, well, Jesus really wasn't the son of God because he doesn't come out and say it here. He's It's like he's speaking of someone else. Yeah, I think the answer is in verse 14 
where he says, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. This is not the moment for the Son of Man to be lifted up. It's mm-hmm. not the moment for Jesus to be known for who he is. Now, are there people who believe that Jesus is the Son of God before now? Yeah, the disciples were called and they had faith and they believed in him. Remember the mm-hmm. last time we met, we talked about that. Now, the reason, one reason, I'm not going to say the reason, but one reason that Jesus doesn't come out and say, hey, Nicodemus, you know, like, I'm the Messiah, dog. Are you giving me so much grief? We don't know the spiritual state in which Nicodemus Nicodemus left that meeting with Jesus. We can say, we can speculate, hey, Nicodemus believed he was the son of man. But the truth is, Nicodemus, the way that Jesus was talking to him, could be a representation of the blindfold still being on. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, this is folly to those who are perishing. Mm -hmm. Jesus wouldn't have said something that would have just been taken as folly to someone who's perishing. Now, I'm not saying that there is not at any point in time, any point in time where redemption would have came to Nicodemus's life. What I'm saying is in this moment, that could possibly be a theoretical reason. And yeah, there's a lot of, Anything that has to do with Jesus just has a lot of debate. I mean, and the other thing is just like, like I ask those questions just, you know, for conversation yeah. and stuff. But the reality is like, we don't have to know. That's it. And we will not know. And we've talked before when we are reading through other books of the Bible that there's this mystery of God. There's things that we're not going to know. And as humans, we try to figure it out. That's why we have all these scientists and all these people, you know, I don't believe in God because like the I think the truth really is like they want to think that they have it all figured out and they want to know everything and they can't know everything and they get frustrated yep. and they just want to say, well, no, there's just not any at all. Yeah. There's nothing for me to figure out or try to know. We want to know everything. It's with anything. Yeah. We, when we, when we're buying a home, you know, like this is a big thing. Like oh, we want to know everything. Well, completely selling your life out for Jesus and our mind, we're like, well, we want to know it all. We want to know what we're signing up for. We want to know what we're laying our life down for. And the truth is, is this is faith. This is not, I see it. I know all the answers and I just go along with it. Mm -hmm. No. And so the reality is like, we don't have to know why Mm -hmm. he said the things that he said, the way that he said them. Because like we said before, God is outside of time and He is the beginning and he is the end and he had it all planned out perfectly. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus and God, they on the the same wave. Yeah. They on that same channel on the walkie talkie. (laughs) Frequency or channel. It doesn't matter. What did I say? You said channel. Okay. Yeah. You know, you turn that when you were little, you had the walkie talkie. Turn it to channel eight. Turn it to. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Oh, man. We're getting old. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. And as we kind of look at this entire section, this is the first time that Jesus is ever talking about what it takes to go to heaven. Like, so you ask, Nicodemus is trying to ask the question, how do I get to heaven? And Jesus just straight up answered him. Like, this is as simple as it gets. He says, you got to be born again. And it's just so interesting to think that this is the first time that Jesus is talking about rebirth. 
and he's talking about it with somebody like Nicodemus. And then John is writing it down for us in his gospel, the significance. For me, one of the things that sticks out is just the utter challenge, just the reality that being born again is not easy. Being born again is something so challenging that someone who knows all of the right information can still look at it and be puzzled. But the, exactly what you're talking about is the reason and the, the, the fact that it makes sense is because it is a representation of the substance of faith, that believing faith in Jesus is what's needed to be born again. To even begin to ask this question, there has to be that at the center. Right. It's that that spiritual part of us that in the beginning when God breathed into into Adam and created Eve from, you know, his and then breathed into Eve, he breathed in this spiritual likeness, not not a oneness, not anything on the same level as God, but this spiritual part of them because they were one, they were walking together. When sin entered the world, we were separated. And so there's this part in all of us Mm -hmm. that longs for something more. That's why we're always sitting here going like, just this life just isn't enough. Like, I I want something more. And it's because that peace, that spiritual likeness with God is is missing from Mm -hmm. people. And this is why you see so often people running after something quote-unquote spiritual that's not of God Mm -hmm. because they're searching for it because we have that part in us. And the moment that that blindfold rips off and and Jesus says, you know, come follow me, your eyes eyes become open and and you you can't say, say no to Jesus when you've seen and tasted and you say yes, the Holy Spirit, like it's like God breathes that back into you Mm. and now things that used to not make sense things that you you heard at church or you or you heard in sunday school if you went to sunday school growing up or you know in kids ministry students ministry whatever it is or maybe this is your very first time and all you've heard is i don't know what you've heard about if you know i'm probably sorry about things you've probably heard about church and christians in general Mm. if you haven't been in the church and i'm sorry but Things just make sense. Mm. When you read scripture, you're on a whole other level. And you can talk to somebody who's perishing, till, like I said, till you're blue in the face. And they're still just going to be like, what? <laughs> because they just, they don't get it. Mm. And in that moment, all you can do is pray. But this is a moment, if you are a child of God and you're understanding and you're able to see, you need to be thankful. Because you don't deserve that. No. You don't deserve any amount of knowledge. <laughs> I know I don't. I know I messed up today. And anyway. the day before that. And the day before that. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. <laughs> but anyway, I think this is a great place to end it on. And I am just, I'm really excited for the week leading up to Easter as we as we discuss and really look at you know those those days leading up that week leading up to Jesus crucifixion, and I know we're going to be ending this series kind of Easter is kind of our our cutoff, but 
maybe along the way in the year, we might come back to looking at some more of, you know, the life of Jesus. And if this is something that you guys are liking. Jesus. Please. (laughs) If this style podcast, because it's a little different Mm -hmm. than what we've done before. If this, if you like this, please let us know. You can either email us or if you're on social media with us, Instagram, Facebook, message us and let us know that this is something that you like, this style of, of podcasting of what we've been doing is it's different. Yeah, slide into our DMs in a really Christian way. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Some of the our older listeners may not know what you just said because... <laughs> Okay, there's been people ask us, you know, how did you guys meet? How did you guys get married? You know, whatever. And one of the first things that Austin ever did is I say it in our store, like he slid into my Twitter DM. And there's some people that go, what the heck does that mean? You know know me. (laughs) And so I had to explain. He messaged me, like direct messaged me on Twitter. And I'll leave you with this. Only a real gangster uses okay. Twitter. Anyway. I want to put that out He there. had a puppy. He got this new puppy that he rescued, okay? The puppy was cute, whatever. I had a dog as well. I think my dog was a year older, so I had her for a year already. And he Twitter DM'd me, and I didn't really know him that well, but I think, you know, he knew of me. Messaged me out of the blue and said, hey, we should get our dogs together for a play date. And look where we are now. Okay. But we didn't share what all happened in between. It don't matter. It don't matter. Okay. It's the end result that matters. The path is always going to be tricky. The thing that matters is how it started and how it's currently going. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, we're going to end it right here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Um, but really, you can visit our website, struggleswegrowfrom.com. You can figure out how to partner with us and support us there. You can buy some of our merch and just learn more about us on our About Me page. We love you guys so much, and we will see you back here next time. Bye. Bye.